0: is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports
1: team in the state of Michigan?
0: What's
2: up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on Adorn Mayhew Thursday, presented by one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. World headquarters in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, Josh Garvey and his team head up Adorn Mayhew Grand Rapids office. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com will join us inside this hour. If you have a Michigan football question, you can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Ballas getting set to leave for Houston. Team coverage with Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, senior columnist John Borden, and Doug Skeen for the Michigan football podcast heard weekly at TheWolverine.com. So drop your Michigan questions. I know we have a couple of callers who have been hanging around. We'll get to your comments in a moment. Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey on the Lions, the end in Dallas, the Vikings regular season game. Who's back? Who's not? What will happen in the playoffs? Lomas will join us in less than an hour go grab Blake and Sparta listening on our flagship station. 96 one. the game. You're on the Heeled Show.
3: How's it going, guys? How you doing, Blake? Oh, doing great. Just shopping for some uh, pile at Menards right now, but and I came up with a question.
2: <laughs> All right, what's your question, buddy?
3: So, after the Michigan win, I was uh, pretty excited to listen to some SDC tears with uh, Mr. Feinbaum, <laughs> and they're acting like... You know, they're they're acting like uh, Alabama lost that game, like it was just themselves, and Michigan had no credit. So I guess my question to you is, whose mistakes are like more de- <laughs> detrimental?
1: That's a fair question. You know, Nick Saban is not one to give credit after games either, and he didn't. He said, well, I told these guys before the game it was going to be us, um, what we did or didn't do, and that's exactly what it was. I'll give all credit to Michigan or credit to Michigan, but it was us. You know what? Michigan started that game like they were a little bit nervous, and they should have been up, Bill, 20 to 10, 20 to 3 at halftime, and everybody's like, well, we're still up 13 to 10, and I'm like, look, you know they're going to make adjustments. you got to play your best football in these games, and I thought – that Alabama would come back and make it a game. But I thought there were plenty of mistakes to go around. Neither team brought their A game, and if they had, they could have won that game rather at least by a score or two, right? A touchdown or two in, in regulation, but uh, it evened out. And uh, I really saw i saw Feinbaum today, as a matter of fact, talking about, okay, give Michigan credit. And like guys like Pat McAfee saying, you know, Michigan's for real and they were dominant. There was nothing flukish about it. So on some of these podcasts, looking at the, the actually the look on Feinbaum's face was kind of fun when he begrudgingly admitted that Michigan was the better football team and you know what it took uh, until overtime to prove it but they did that and I think that's where it was
2: his name is Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us you have a Michigan comment or a question about the game on Monday night one more victory in the Wolverines are your college football playoff national champions future of Harbaugh and JJ I think it's I don't know if Harbaugh is out the door, like we said in the first hour. Uh, only the Chargers' job seems to be the the one fit. I I don't know if he, you know, Robert Kraft is going to have that meeting with Belichick on Monday. Right. I. I don't sense Harbaugh a fit there with Kraft. You don't.
1: And you know what? He's going to want a little bit. Everybody's saying he's going to want control. And would he accept any job, for example, if Carolina opened up? And maybe he would because he bets on himself, number one. Remember Minnesota a couple of years ago? Everybody thought, oh, he's not going to go to another cold weather climate, especially Minnesota. But, you know, when you have that itch and you get that close to Lombardi trophy – and if that's your only option and you want to pursue it, then, then more power to you, man. What he's done, accomplished here is something that I wasn't sure that he ever would be able to, Bill. With Michigan's resources are, are great. Their is still isn't good enough. So, um, But to, to do what they've done in this climate and in this era of college football has been amazing. If he can win a national championship and then decide that he wants to go after a Super Bowl, I think that that's what he's going to do. And um, to me, uh, that itch has not yet been scratched.
2: And J.J. McCarthy, it will just be, you know, I guess, uh, pro day workouts. Uh, what is his value? I Most mock drafts I've seen, middle of the year, he was sneaking up into the top yep. 10, but then he fell back. I, I don't think he's going to leave Michigan if he's going to be a –
1: the high would be a potential second rounder. Um, based on what we've heard from people close to him, I think a lot of people want him to go for a few reasons. Number one, you know, you've, you've accomplished everything you can at Michigan, right? And you've got this. People want him line. to go inside I think, Michigan? I, I think some people. I think, well, Jim Harbaugh has said, yes, I definitely think he's ready. And people, you know, of course, Jim Harbaugh advised Blake Corum the same thing. And Blake Corum came back on the one more year campaign. But they haven't even gotten that off the ground yet, Bill, which is unbelievable to me. Michigan needs to be better there. Uh, number two, though, I think people close to him are saying with the NIL thing and with the opportunities that he's going to have being a champion. And, you know, before it was like, well, if it's the right situation and he doesn't want to go to a huge market team and so on and so forth. But now it's like, well, you know what? Maybe now you need to strike while the iron's hot. So I definitely think he's leaning that way. Um, That is my strong opinion. Now that could change if they were to lose, for example, or if Jim Harbaugh decided he was coming back and told JJ that. But uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if this was his last game in a Michigan uniform. Wow. Yep. Yeah, someone want him to go, is it? Well, it's just if, uh, for his, because uh, because it's in his best interest, they think, in my opinion.
2: That's kind of the you, know, yep. you could lose in the same calendar year, well, not the calendar year, the same mm-hmm. time frame, Hunter Dickinson goes to Kansas. Right. And J.J. would go to the NFL. Yep. Because if they don't have the NIL money, it, right. it, how about this? <laughs> okay. I'll ask you, Ed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't count out anything in college sports. Yep. What if there was somebody willing to give J.J mega dollars to go play one year in the transfer portal at one oh, of the big boy
1: schools. No chance. Nope. They, he wouldn't do nothing to sully his Michigan legacy. I can almost guarantee that. He's I thought Hunter Dickinson. Dickinson was that type of guy. No, nah, I didn't. You, yeah, you kind of saw it. And you know what? And I don't blame him because Michigan you was not You saw when he comparable. wore the ski mask to Wisconsin? Yeah, that was probably not his wisest move. So, but you know what? And when Michigan couldn't counter and he said, he said as much And at a place like Michigan, Bill, isn't that unacceptable? Don't you think that's unacceptable, that they are not competing with the big boys? No, because I'm going to
2: tell you my vibe. Mm -hmm. My vibe is, Chris, that there is a holier-than-thou, that the Michigan education is worth so much, (laughs) that, well, we're going to put education first before
1: buying players. Well, it's not about buying players, even. It's about, okay— the players when they're here, make sure that they have their so you can go to them and say, We're not giving you money up front, but we can tell you what these guys are making per year. I thought
2: they had their collective going.
1: They had it, and then it took a huge step backward this year. What happened? You got a bunch of guys that are vying to be the guy, and there are a lot of guys talking that aren't ponying up, Bill, and that really want to be involved. I give Jared Wangler a lot of credit uh for that valiant collective. But the athletic department did not have everything set before. Remember they hired this guy, this uh like an NIL. Uh, outsiders. what happened to him? Exactly. That's what I asked the other day, and people and some of the higher ups at Michigan are saying exactly. We haven't heard a word, you know, and that's been done for months. So they got to get they got to get it on the ball here, man, and make sure that their athletes are being taken care of like others around the country. So, I go back to my question. You mm-hmm. said, no way he would never
2: go play if he's not going to be a high first rounder right now. And there's a school willing to pay J.J. McCarthy $5 million to come mm. play one year.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Right? I, I think he would go to the NFL. I really do.
2: And even be a second, third rounder?
1: I do. Yep. And Because uh,
2: of the Michigan legacy is gone. Right. All this beauty of the photos of looking at the Rose Bowl when everyone's gone. Right. But I don't know if these kids... Again, this team seems different. Coram and JJ are different than the rest of college football.
1: And they're still getting underpaid compared to what their uh, counterparts are.
2: I love this, getting
1: underpaid.
2: Yes. But Harbaugh's getting railed for a cheeseburger.
1: (laughs) Roman Wilson, I interviewed him and I said as much. I don't know if you read my story, but he said, you know what? In 10 years, when some kid is getting $500,000, he says, I wouldn't turn that down. I'm like, it's happening now, That's what I'm saying. again. It's happening now.
2: I would not. It's like with Hunter Dickinson. Yeah, there was that angst on you know one show where you're like you know what's he doing he's a turncoat but then if the reports are you know 250 grand 300 400,000 right. whatever they are yeah. i understand i would understand it yep. if michigan doesn't have the nil system in place and jj leads them to a national championship but his nfl stock is going to be third rounder mid second rounder highest and a school said, "Here's five million to come play for
1: us." Yeah, I don't see it. Not with him. He's different, and I've said that. And a lot of so, is of these there guys enough? Are, uh, are there enough boosters that would pony up stuff and money through their collective to keep? I haven't seen it. JJ, there, I haven't seen it. And this, you know, one of them has at least temporarily been kicked out of the collective, and he was the, the biggest donor. You know, this Uncle T crap that nobody has put any. You know, nobody He's come out with any evidence saying. This guy is responsible for this, this, or this, and here's the evidence. It was hearsay, and he gets kicked out. This is Michigan. you know. The, 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 you know, the Yeah, but if, if this is Michigan, now, then they
2: got to compete with the big boys. So, right. And they are, but there also could be this side that sees where Michigan is at right now without paying major money, going, we're fine. Well, these guys are all three-, four-year players, and that next cycle and the addition of all these big-boy schools yeah. in Oregon and Washington that are paying, especially Oregon— uh, coming in USC, look at the money they're paying athletes. Yep. It's and Blockbuster
1: Video, Bill is what they're saying. We're on top now; nothing can t- harm us. And then, get, where are you in three years? That's exactly what they're I remember. Blockbuster Video. I love Blockbuster going, Video. Going in
2: for the videos right. long before exactly all the you know, uh, and there's no pay services. And when was the last time they were relevant? It yeah. was like a, you know blockbuster video or a slow dance at Electric Avenue. Kids aren't <laughs> slow dancing anymore, right? What's the matter with you? Remember people? those days with the clubs? I do. You'd be slow dancing. Yeah, I'd be at Electric Avenue on the mic, going, "All oh, right, buddy, time for a slow dance." Yep. Hey, don't forget to tip those bartenders and waitresses. And guys will be out there like falling in love.
1: Now they're sending Snapchat pictures. Mm. That's the new. I guess that's the new. And
2: or they go out in groups.
1: Or so I've heard.
2: Like yeah. six boys. Six my son and five of his friends will go to a movie with six girls. Okay. I go, what are you playing? Volleyball? Right.
1: <laughs> oh, no, the no good one on one. We should talk. We should talk about the good old days all this time well,
2: No, uh, what, one, no one on one. Where's a good slow dance? A good slow jam. Mm.
1: Is there a song called a slow jam or something? There's a,
2: a bunch of them when yeah. I was DJing. There were some great slow jams.
1: Yeah.
2: Whitney Houston. And then to go ask a girl to dance and, and the, and the, The brave souls that would go in and say, would you like to dance? And she's sitting there with four friends and she shoots you down and you
1: have to walk away. Yeah, boy. I don't remember that part.
0: Oh, oh
2: Oh, oh my God! I'm sorry that happened, Bill. Oh, (laughs) 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 oh Oh, my God! The King of Northview. Were you the homecoming king? No, heck, no. Okay, well then, uh, then you got shot down. Yeah. Okay. I
1: just (laughs) shout out to Kenny Jansen, who was my buddy, my good friend Kenny Kenny Jansen. Yeah, you you know. Jansen, yeah, Yeah. good man. All right, Kenny.
2: All right. So uh, looking at the Washington game on Monday, and when you look at the three biggest keys for a Michigan victory, what would they be? Yeah, just
1: wrote it today, as a matter of fact. Number one, you got to get responsible pressure on Michael Penix. Here's the thing. They got to him, Texas did, but he shifts, and he makes people miss, and then he keeps his eyes downfield, and and he hits his receivers in stride. So you got to collapse that pocket from the inside and keep those hands up so that you aren't going – straight at him full speed you've got to be in control and make him nervous Uh, and in doing so you also have to mix up the pressures and disguise your pressures like Jesse Minner has done all year better than anybody in the country in my opinion if you go back and watch the Arizona State Washington film that's exactly what they did in that game and really frustrated him so that's number one number two control the clock I think by keeping him off the field Penix off the field you can have your seven, eight-minute drives, and I think that's going to work in this game against this Washington team. Now, of course, we thought the same about TCU last year, right? So I'm sure that they'll be bringing something, but you've got to have an answer for it. I think that they will be better prepared this time to uh, to deal with that if Washington mixes it up on defense. And then number three, buddy, special teams, right, cannot be the disaster that it was. Why are they fielding punts inside right, the
2: 10-yard right, line right. In, in games that – Either you or or in a game, excuse me, not games, furl. In a game, you either led or it was a critical, right, critical possession. It was Step forty away. seconds
1: to go. Step away, right. And Everyone wants to be a hero, right. And you, you know what? They put Jake Thaw out there just to not fumble after what happened with Samaj Morgan. Look how close he was to losing
2: that ball. Exactly. You see the replay where it, did. It, the ball came down by his belt yes. buckle and he held on to it. Yes, he took a wicked shot. Even Herb Street was yep. talking about. It. He can't believe
1: no. how he. I, I'm I'm thinking. Gonna get a safety to right. win this, yeah, right? which would have been a disaster. Oh, and God. so, but you should never. You should tell him. You stand even at the fifteen or the twenty. Don't touch the ball. Don't touch the ball. We're going to overtime anyway. Don't touch the ball. Don't touch it. Right.
2: And uh, inside the ten, you don't touch it. Get away from it. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, special teams. Uh, they've been pretty decent uh, this year. They've had a lot of change over there. Uh, what's something that's in your mind right now about when you knew Washington held on to beat Texas where you're like, this
1: really concerns me about the Huskies? Um, I'll, first of all, I'll say I, was, I thought it was better for Michigan. You're going to have probably a ton of Texas fans there, right, uh, if it were Texas, and then you're at a disadvantage there. So I thought that was to Michigan's favor. And when I saw what the crowd noise did to affect Alabama in that game, I thought, okay, that's really big. Uh, but Michigan has not faced a quarterback like Michael Penix all year. And, you know, if this were – uh, last year's Ohio State team with C.J. Stroud, you know, you could say, well, they've been in that position, but they have been in that position in the past, so Jesse Minter knows how to prepare for it. We saw it last year at Ohio State. I really believe that they will have a good plan for it, but these receivers, man, remember that Michigan State game Would they put up 700 and something yards on them, that's how good they were, and to me, that's going to be a challenge for this Michigan football team against those receivers, so that was really what came to mind, and I thought, Okay, Washington deserves to be there. Everybody's going to say, "Okay, you know, Michigan's a favorite and they're going to go ahead and finish this thing off. I don't think this is the slam dunk that people are going to that people think it is. I think definitely uh, Michigan's the favorite and I will pick Michigan to win. But I think it'll be a pretty good football game.
2: Yeah, I do. Four and a half points. I, I think it could bump to six. Yeah. Michigan, by the time you get the kickoff. On Monday, and, and if they win the national championship, and you're hardball, like we said, you're on top, JJ's on top. Yeah, uh, the climb back up after everything they've been through the end yeah. of Lloyd to where they would stand Monday in Houston, Texas, uh, the total comeback of Michigan. The question is, and I, I go back to what we just started this hour with the lack of an NIL cash train, yeah. can they stay on top?
1: They need to get it together.
2: Because they have three in a row. And again, you're Michigan right now. You're Santa Ono. You're Ward-Manual. You're behind the scenes. You're saying, why do we need to pay? Look what we've done the last three years. Right. Right. Exactly. But can they
1: stay there? Right. And you know what? You don't see anybody else resting on that. Like Alabama immediately after the Rose Bowl had something out from one of its collectives saying, hey, we need this, this, and this. And and you're talking about a program that collects five stars like they're collecting stamps, you know? And, And they had a ton of talent out there on the field. I think collectively by recruiting rankings they had more talent on the field than they've had at any one at, at any one time in their in their recent history. So, um, but they want more and they're greedy and if you want to be relevant then you better be greedy and Michigan frankly has not done a good enough job. So, yeah, I mean these guys are starting to talk about it. When Roman Wilson's talking about it during Big 10 Media Day or or Rose Bowl Media Day, then you know it's an issue.
2: Chris Bell from the Wolverine.com joining us if you have a Michigan Football comment or question. We'll do that for the next 20 minutes. 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838. Huge. Add Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Also opted on that Huge Text Chain. Text the word Huge to 21,000. Let's go to Super Racide from Detroit. You're on with Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com.
3: Hey, how's it going, Huge? And uh, to your guests, uh, Happy New Year to you both. And you. Thank you, my man. Yep, and um, this is the Super Perspective. And uh, let's see, I wanted to talk Wolverines, Lions, and Pistons right quick. So starting with the Wolverines, uh, it's it's Jim Harbaugh, a.k.a. Jimmy Football. I gave him that nickname, and I hope it sticks and it stays. Jimmy Football will be back. I believe he's going to thirst for another Natty, if he can get it now, which he has a larger percentage. Jimmy Football will be back. For the playoffs, he's going to want to solidify without a shadow of a doubt that they can win it, win, win, win a natty without any controversy if they can win it this year. Also, they need to implement Tom Brady. If you implement Tom Brady to help him – recruit five stars over the years this will be a ongoing thing not just a year or two here and there we want uh we want to build an empire if you bring in tom brady to help him recruit five stars we will be able to uh challenge the sec every other freaking year almost for a natty daddy so that's what i'm talking about now let's get to the lions uh The Lions messed themselves up because they had all of those linemen had their big fat tummies all around the referee and they shouldn't have. And and they screwed themselves having all those big fat tummies right around. And they probably made the referee nervous or something. I don't know. But without a shadow of a doubt, I do believe even if they would have known it, it was 83, I don't think Dallas was going to stop it anyway. So let the Lions use that for fuel. I'm not a Lions fan, but they need to use that for fuel because even knowing that 83 was going to catch the ball, they wasn't going to stop it because I don't think they were even going to take 83 serious. They were, I think they were kind of confused anyway because the Lions just marched all the way down the field on them. So Dallas got lucky. Now to the Pistons, I want to hear your perspective on this, huge. What do you think about uh, us using our Mount Rushmore? The Mount Rushmore would be uh, Magic Johnson, um, the Fab Five, all of them teaming up with Tom Gores as far as being like executives. So you bring in Magic, you bring in the Fab Five, you bring in maybe even Tom Brady. Put them up there with him as executives. This will, this will create a mania. This will create such a stir around the country. It'll get so much notice and popularity and fame this will help the Pistons right off the bat, especially bringing in Magic. Tom Brady, he doesn't know football, but he has the popularity, he has the fame. You bring in the Fab Five, all five of them, make them executives, make them whatever you need to make them, co-GMs, and this will, this will set it off for the Pistons.
2: Oh, man, uh, Super and, and, Rasside, uh good stuff. Now, a couple of things. I, I do agree with you. Magic is a part owner of the Washington Commanders in the NFL. I don't know if he still has an ownership stake, in the Lakers, but it would be interesting if he would buy the Pistons from Gore. I, I, I think the Pistons. It's just they're not playing for Monty Williams, and they don't play no defense. I'm telling you, I've said it all year long. It's pathetic. And oh well, Cade now, Cade, Cade's a one end of the floor player, not a two way player. It's killing them. And Monty Williams, the team is not playing for him, and they can't hold a lead because they don't have a bench. So there you go. And they're young, and they're not going to be drawing squat. In downtown Detroit. The one thing about Brady, though, Chris Ballas, that I want to get your thoughts on, for Brady to join in, heading up a collective, that would be interesting if it could be pulled off. Yeah, and there was talk about... Him leading it and him going to the former boosters
1: and and raising money, and it would be almost a TB12 collective, right? Right, and there was actually talk about putting a TB12 um facility, facility in Ann Arbor and all that but why why are we waiting and why are we talking about this why who's the leader who Yeah 3 years after this? the fact right, right. who's going to take the the bull by the horns here and make things happen you know and it doesn't to me it's not rocket science and but I is don't Ward understand Manuel doing enough work I don't know uh, I don't and I know that a lot of people have expressed frustration with him and about this and but where are the steps to make things happen I haven't seen it I've talked to enough people that haven't seen it it needs to change, blah, 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 blah. I'm sick of talking about it. I'll be honest. Yep.
2: Chris The Wolverine.com. You're listening to a live mood change
1: <laughs> being brought to you by... Well, I just uh, woke up after that five-minute question. The, the you know. Wolverine.com. <laughs> and Chris is
2: really embracing the callers. And <laughs> we love you. Doing a good job. We will have one final <laughs> segment if you want to join us with a question for uh, Mr. Bedside Manor. <laughs> Uh, Chris Ballas, you have a question on Michigan-Washington, the national championship game on Monday night, Harbaugh, McCarthy, NIL, and more. You can drop your questions. One final segment with Chris in studio, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank with locations all across the state. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain, Text the word HUGE to 21,000.
0: From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is HUGE.
2: TV. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7. Everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan, log on to MHSAA.com.
3: Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill show the soulful bad boy r&b genuine ride the pony for 2 stepping good time tickets start at 45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com genuine drew Hill, friday january 26th at sorry evil casino
2: Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
2: Back live across Michigan on a Thursday broadcast with Superfly Hayes, winner of the most annoying person in the room today by far. Not even, not even a contest. That, That's me. No. Honest. All right. Now in Hayes. a poll in a poll on the Huge Show Facebook page, <laughs> out of in studio guests, where does Chris Ballas rank <laughs> with his interaction with callers? Uh, dead last ever. I love you all. Uh, Can you tell. Chris is, again, live mood swings uh, presented by <laughs>
1: We're just having the Michigan fun. Center for Psychiatric <laughs> Development. <laughs> it's like being on the golf course all over again.
2: It is, yeah. so trust me. Right? I mean, what, what way is the wind blowing? Yeah. Okay, let's uh, get to some Michigan football questions. Let's go down to Adrian and Keith, who's listening on 96.5 The Cave. You're on The Huge Show with Chris Ballas, Mr. Happy, Mr. Brightside uh, from the Wolverine. Go, yeah. com. What's going on, Keith?
0: Well, I just have a question. Um, I think if you go back in the second half of that Rose Bowl game, you would find, um, if I'm not mistaken, four times in a row, uh, three and outs mm-hmm. by Michigan. Uh, is that is that correct?
2: That is correct. Oh, so their second half they had what 41 yards of offense until for the last and a half, drive. Right, You're right, yeah. buddy.
1: Yep.
0: Right. So now. How I, I'm concerned. I mean, uh, it sounded on the radio. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. It sounded on the radio like they were doing the same kind of thing that TCU did to us last year, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Yeah. I think that yeah, that, that, that defensive line is right. in motion, uh, stunting, uh, shifting, looping, uh, and they couldn't pick them up. They couldn't. They didn't know who to block.
2: Well, you know, Keith and thanks for the call from Adrian Listen at ninety six five. I did say early on in the second half, it was a master class on adjustments mm-hmm. by Sabin and his staff.
1: And Michigan didn't recover until that final drive. And I tweeted. I said, you know what? this is It looks exactly like four years ago in the bowl game when the adjustments were so much better by Alabama and staff and Nick Saban. And I said, there's still time, though, to change the story, the ending of the story. And they did. And give them credit for that. But they kind of went back into their old tendencies, Bill, where, okay, we're going to run it and we're going to be really conservative here. And everybody's like, well, yeah, they had a couple plays opportunities to make on third downs that they didn't. And they didn't execute. And that's true. But they were third and longs. And if you're executing on third and long, as Alabama found out, it's going to be a lot harder than executing on third and three. So they have got to be ready to make in-game adjustments before halftime here in case Washington comes out with a TCU-type game plan and uh, and throws some things at them that they haven't seen. But I don't think that Michigan's going to rely solely on the run game uh, like they did in that TCU game initially where, okay, we're panicking now and we don't know what to do. And we've seen that we've seen them make adjustments to the point where you've got a quarterback like JJ McCarthy in this passing game against, I think the 90th ranked pass defense in the country, Washington, there should be some plays there to be made.
2: Yeah. And they, they won though. As much as we want to dice it, they won, but that after halftime, the trying to hold on mantra that we've seen from Harbaugh Mm -hmm. Uh, in the the TCU and the adjustments and is he getting out coach but they you know when they when they threw in the design run to JJ I said you know what they, Alabama has their attention. Yeah. Well, where where is that design run? It
1: took him way too long. Uh, is, is he just worried about J.J. getting hurt? Maybe. Uh, and I don't understand it because when you see what they do with Milrow at Alabama, and JJ's a, a great athlete. He can make plays like that. Can't I can't believe they didn't
2: bring Milrow to the edge on that right. final play on no.
1: a, a run-pass option. Right. I, I can't either. But you know what? Give Michigan credit for sniffing it out. And uh, I will say this about McCarthy. Um, you know what? I'd love to see him Run more. him
2: four or five times. I'm not right. saying 20 carries no. a game, but that four Four or five draw. of those design right. runs. I don't even like the quarterback draw up the middle. I like the way they pulled and they he right. got to the corner. And, and you see a speed. You, yep. you rarely, in the last two years... Have seen the speed you
1: saw in that design QB run by McCarthy, and how about the athleticism to haul that one pass in with one hand and still make the play? That was one of the plays of the game on the pass back from Donovan Edwards, where he catches it with one hand and, and Roman Wilson's insane. Catch. Yeah, that was uh, on you the know ball what? that was tipped
2: and somehow maintained the game its spiral. of inches, baby. Have you
1: seen the photo where yes. the Alabama guys? He was ready. off, yeah. In the game, yep. And he climbed the ladder, and I asked him specifically about that in the locker room, and he thanked God and. And said, "Man, you know what? Uh, it was just meant to be."
2: Let's go to Ken and Burton listening on Sports Extra thirteen thirty out of Flint. You're on with Chris Ballas from The Wolverine dot com.
3: Hi, huge uh, Chris. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, Chris, your opinion on Donovan Edwards when you were talking about mm. JJ and Coach Harbaugh. Whether you think he'll be back next year, or or if he's going to go to the pros or transfer portal? Because in the second question about Donovan. What's happened? Why hasn't mm-hmm. he been able to break out this year like he did the first two years?
1: That's a great yeah, question. Yeah, well, great question, out of Burton. Thanks for listening on Sports Extra thirteen thirty. Never seemed like he got comfortable after the offseason surgeries, right? It, he's not breaking tackles. He's not running with as much power and he seems almost running. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. Not scared but, right. tentative. but tentative. Right. And you know, part some guys do that when they are protecting their draft stock and things like that and he he doesn't strike me as a player like that that okay, I'm just biding my time here. He's a perfect team guy and but he's just not catching passes like he used to. He should be more of a weapon in the passing game and as a mismatch against linebackers and and it just isn't happening for him and i don't know why um do i think that he will go to the pros i don't think he's going to have that opportunity right now uh do i think that he could go to the transfer portal that would be a disaster and that would be i'll tell you what a wake-up call for michigan and its nil i don't expect that to happen again this is a different group of kids and you know when jim harbaugh talks about transformational trans not transactional He's talking about kids that aren't just looking for the money first, and putting a team together that, like a veteran team, in you know year four or year five is going to be able to compete for championships. But uh, to me, uh, I think Donovan's got a lot to prove still, and uh, we'll see if he can be a number one back. I'm not sure that he can.
2: Yeah, I, I, I just think injuries mm-hmm. catch up. It's almost like you look at Quorum. Had that tentative side early, and then right. he, then he just got back to the old Blake Corum.
1: In that game, he sure did. I'm not that. not just the game. I'm talking towards the end of the game. He did. Yep, and he had that burst that we as, was missing, and and the shiftiness, right? And but also,
2: they're not using. You know, Edwards was a, a big
1: pass catcher out of the backfield. He was. You know, yeah. out of the gate at Michigan. Yep. But he is not broken. I mean, he gets out in space, and you got to, as a running back, you got to make that one last guy miss. And he's and he not broken. He had that great that. run
2: to start the game last year. If he just would have yeah. cut
1: back right. to the inside, might have been a touchdown. Yeah. Remember against TCU? Yeah, you've got to have some shiftiness. And he talks about Blake Coram's shiftiness, and he just doesn't have it right now.
2: Let's go to Doug in Grand Rapids listening on 96 the Game. You're on the Huge Show with Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Hey, Billy. Thanks for taking my call.
3: Hey,
2: Doug. Hey, Chris. Um, Really, uh, really enjoy all of your uh, stuff that I read, and, and listen, I appreciate all your work. And actually, that, that last caller asked my question. I've been concerned, or not mm-hmm. concerned, but curious about about Donovan, and just uh, lack of, yeah, being able to break a tackle. But so, you kind of went through all that, so let's talk about who's the next up running back once Blake is gone, and if
3: Donovan can't do it, what's... Who's next in
1: line? Yeah, great call, great, great question. And uh, you know what, Benjamin Hall, they like a lot, but is he ready to be a bell Cow back when he wasn't even starting in high school as a sophomore? I think this kid's going to be okay, but uh, he's got great feet and pretty good vision. Um, so maybe it's him. I, I still think they'll look for the, to the portal for a back. And uh, but again, you have to have a great NIL game to be involved with some of these guys. You know, there's no better place to come as a running back if you're Michigan. Look at what these guys. Get to do, and um, there's not one guy you look at Cole Cabana from Dexter, you know, there's been some chatter about him, you know, maybe. Uh, maybe the stage is a little bit too big for him, and and maybe looking around a little bit that has not been confirmed. And I don't want to start rumors, but you know, being in Dexter, you know, and people, you know, what good talk. place to announce it on the huge right South exactly across kills, Michigan? That <laughs> was the <a> rumor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, I shouldn't have said I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't no, have said that. Well, it, yeah. it's a part of the world. It is that, you exactly.
2: Know, it really comes down to even with uh, Ace and the schools that are showing interest, right? Where do you want to play? Mm-hmm. You can always now portal up. Right. Or you can portal down if it's too big of a leap. Exactly. You have options now yep. if you're an athlete in any sport right. across the board.
1: Exactly. At so, any level. But I do think they're, you know, they were looking at Trevor Etienne uh, out of uh, Florida and he and, ends up at Georgia. That's really nice there. Right, exactly. What if JJ ends up at Ohio State? Nah, that's not happening. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> they probably wouldn't even take him. He's a Wolver- Walmart Wolverine and he would never take a guy like that. So there's only one Justin Borg. Yeah. Yeah, boy, yeah, Ryan Day, your team really showed up.
2: Yeah. Here's what I'll say, and people are like, well, we had all the opt-outs. If you're a program at that level, like Florida State or Ohio State, and your backups can't be competitive in a game, I'm talking you lose 35-20. You yep. lose 35-17. Yep. If you can't be competitive, your team just quit. Yes, they didn't even show up, and that's what's happening yep. when you go after five stars and it's nil money and it's about themselves. It's
1: tough to develop a team game. And ask Ryan Day the struggles he's going through right now. Exactly. And I will say that I do think if Donovan Edwards comes back, obviously he's going to be the guy that's going to get the first opportunity there. He, needs he just needs burst to show back. more. He I needs need that to burst show more back exactly from Edwards. Yep.
2: And remember the wheel route and the way you yes. get out on a linebacker yeah. and Yep, you know J. A.J. Running, here's what I'll say, and it's crazy, Chris, that three straight Big Ten titles, three straight wins over Ohio State, just beat Saban in Alabama, and at times I think Harbaugh, not think, I, I believe he has underused his offensive talent.
1: Yeah, probably. And at the same time, when you're playing complimentary football. But they're a game away from being national champions. I so, have no Who complaints. is Bill Simonson to say this? <laughs> exactly. We don't win right. The We, we don't win right That's crowd. like when
2: you're one under at our Tullymore Golf Spring Football Summit, and I'm like, no way he can keep playing like that. And you finish uh, two
1: under, and I'm like, that's only happening once in a blue moon with yeah, Dallas. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know. You're not talking to me because I. I don't think I've ever been too under there.
2: You, like, you and uh, Superfly are the teammates. Yeah, well, I'm good with the, that. Tell me more spring.
1: My guy is the most summit. improved golfer I've ever seen.
2: Well, he's six seven. If he can't improve, I told him throw your clubs in the lake at North Kent and just quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean, fair. he is like so tall. If he just has
1: a slow swing. Uh, well, he does. And he's been improved. Incredible.
2: You gotta, next time you're in town, you got to come with me. We'll go to the Ada Indoor Country Club. It's awesome. open to the public. They got yep. three state of the art, like $250,000 simulators. Nice. But the best thing is each simulator has a practice range. Okay. So when you swing, it takes the side photo and the front photo of your swing and you can see what you're doing wrong. Perfect. And it was great. And Superfly adjusted. He, he he was winning after three holes. We played a nine hole match. Yeah. And he did his usual uh seven seven seven, which uh, is great on a slot <laughs> machine, but not on a golf course. Well, and it's usually after a few And he drinks. hates losing to me and I hate I hate when you're leading me or Superfly's leading me. I can deal with skein. Yeah. Because skein does rub it in.
1: Well, I only would play. And I play high. like four times a year, so, you know. Oh, wow. That's well, up to four. It was one just a day. Yeah. Ago. Well, you know, four.
2: All right. Well, Ballas, man, let's grab one more call. Yeah. John in Kalamazoo listening on 96 one. the Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on with Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Hello, Huge. Hello, Chris. Hey, buddy. Hey, Johnny. I got a, I got a, I got a question for you, Huge. Another one for Ballas in a minute, Chris. Mm-hmm. You, where was your favorite place to play in Austin when you used to be a sports radio guy there? For me? Yeah, you, you were in
0: Austin, weren't you, at one point?
2: Yeah, I was in Austin, Texas. I wasn't a big golfer then, but I did get a chance to go to like, Barton Creek Country Club, the Austin Country Club, and I was horrible. I One time I got to play a few holes with the old Darryl Royal, the legendary football coach, and... I had a lot of offers uh, into to play but I'll tell you what when I was a single guy in Austin in that place uh, living in the Jones family Blue Star development Riata uh, which had 10 Rihanna pools right there in, right, right off Mopac uh, right, right off, off of you know, Mopac there you that. go when I was there I wasn't thinking about golf balls okay I wasn't you were thinking of- I wasn't thinking about my putter I wasn't You weren't so you were thinking about who was the, your, your partner? Remember the long drive special at Condo? Remember old boy Condo? Oh my God, Mike Condorla. Oh my God, yeah, who pitched for the Reds and and then Adam Schreiber lived next to me at Riata. He played for Texas and uh, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And then Ronnie Bell played at Louisville or Louisville for Schnellenberger. He was another neighbor. Man, that was my single life. No kids. Uh, Forty pounds lighter, uh, man. That was. Thanks a lot for. He would. Wear, he would, for, wear, he would, he would wear two gloves to hit long drive. He thought he was a long. He, oh, Mike he, he Condor. It so bad, he'd pick it up. he pick it up from the, the, the fringe and he'd move. Oh it out my out God, it. John. You know what? I got to get to a network break, but thanks a lot, Austin, Texas. Living there for three years and then going to Chicago, that five-year window, being single. Yeah.
1: Mm. We're not saying Bill has regrets here. but uh. no. <laughs> I've, I've thought about Austin, Chicago,
2: and all the kids are growing up and they're yelling and screaming in the back of the van and then right. uh, the SUV. And I'm, and I'm thinking like, oh, my God. And I, because in Austin, I knew a lot of people. Tom Pender is a basketball coach. The Joneses, Switzer was coaching the Cowboys. They still did the training camp there. And then in Chicago, I got to know a lot of people because I was on the ESPN 1000, right? And that was a five-year run, man. That was a big leagues. That was mm, the the beautiful women. I I look back at some of the old photos. Like I found a box in my garage, yeah. Because uh, you know, you didn't have you didn't have the camera phones of some of the women I dated.
1: Yeah, I, I'd show them the guys now. They wouldn't believe it. They would not believe. It. <laughs> you they sure would, those weren't the pictures and that come with the frames or all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> cut it out! cut it out and put me in.
1: <laughs> you know I'm joking. Oh, bro. I, I love know. You, yeah. man. Hi,
2: thanks a lot John, from <laughs> Kalamazoo for the trip down memory lane. Ballas, uh, good stuff today. Man. Always, man. It's so uh, much safe fun. Same trip to Houston. We'll talk to you uh, when you get down to Houston Monday. We'll get your thoughts on the game. Okay? Sounds great. Thanks, brother. All right. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us. Team coverage with Ballas, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen and John Borden all weekend long through the game and after the game at thewolverine.com. Everything huge
0: 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. For goodness sake, wear your seatbelt. Better yet, for your family's sake, your friends' sake, for your own sake, buckle up. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police sees firsthand what happens when seatbelts aren't used. We want Michigan to be the leader in seatbelt use. We want everyone in Michigan to get home safely. For everyone's sake, buckle up every time.
2: Huge cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
2: We are back live on a Dorn Mayhew Thursday coming up. Dorn Mayhew's shareholder, lead shareholder in Grand Rapids. At the West Michigan office, Josh Garvey will join me with Lomas Brown. We'll talk Lions, the ending in Dallas, the regular season finale, the playoffs. If you have a Lions question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-HUGE. Also, if you miss any Huge opinion, interview, hour or full show. Our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. They're free and you can catch up and listen when you want to. Just search The Huge Show.
0: Big. Bad. Huge.